Hello everybody. It has been a hot minute since I have been on the podcast microphone. I'll admit I got it out of the wardrobe and it was looking very dusty, but I am back for now. Um, I wanted to do this little bonus episode because it's been a little while since I have recorded anything. Um, I guess I just wanted to give a bit of a life update and business update and just in general so much has happened since then and I'm still not really sure if there will be a second season of the podcast. Um, Yeah, it was something that I really enjoyed doing at the time and it was really fulfilling and I'm so happy that it was so well received and definitely not a no, um, but I am kind of looking into maybe getting into some vlogging or some other kind of medium as well. Um, So yeah, just looking at different ways to be creative and all of that. So let's jump right into when we last spoke, um, it was 2020. And as we all know, that was a crazy year that was just so unpredictable. And I don't think any of us really had a manual about how to get through it. And for me, I found that I felt pretty fortunate that I actually had quite a good year and it's a strange thing to say. And I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, they have guilt around saying that it was a good year for them because there was so much heartache and so much destruction that was, you know, came with the year that was. But I think for most of the year, I was just really honing in on trying to survive especially in the business sense. Um, And I don't mean saying like trying to survive in like a really dramatic way, but it is when you're self-employed because, you know, like, yeah, it is what it is. It's self-employment. You're relying on other people to support what you do in order to be able to pay your rent. And, you know, for myself, I have a lot of medical expenses and things like that. So, yeah, I really kind of, I think in March I had a freak out because all of a sudden I couldn't get access to pretty much everything we needed materials wise. So bottles, lids, oils, all these kinds of things, especially bottles and lids because they are made in China, which we now I think have come to have an awareness of how much we rely on the overseas market in manufacturing for so many things. Like even halfway through the year, my phone stopped working properly and I needed a new one and I couldn't get one because, you know, they weren't manufacturing any and things like that. So it was, yeah, it was a bit of a stressful month around March. And, you know, that's when lockdown started here in Australia. And it was just a really weird time. And I didn't, it's hard when you're in a retail business because post Christmas is your quietest month. So I'd come off Christmas pretty much budgeting out whatever I'd made over Christmas to see me through until March, because people generally stop spending around January and February. So yeah, it was just a really scary time. I don't get Centrelink. I did get it briefly. Um, and then they retracted it because they said that I earned too much as a business, which is crazy because at the time I wasn't even paying myself a wage. Um, so yeah. And then I kind of went into like creative mode and started making all these products. I made a hand sanitizer. I made, um, the diffuser blends and we redid, um, the candles eventually, but again, we couldn't get jars for about four months. So yeah, I feel like it was definitely a bit of a coping mechanism to, you know, sort of get really creative and start making things because it distracted me from the stress of what I felt like I really couldn't control, which was a lot of our main products I couldn't necessarily make. Um, so 
Yeah, it was it was kind of good in the sense that it did really force me to think outside the square and like think about how I could make a living still. And we actually ended up having a really massive year of growth um, and we got a warehouse and I had a couple of new staff members. So it all kind of just expanded very naturally. And I'd say by the middle of the year, things were starting to get better with the supply of materials and we could sort of get back to some kind of normal with manufacturing our products um, because they're all done here by hand. Well, they were. I'll get to that update soon. Um, Yeah, so I would say that mostly the year was just kind of floating through and we were doing quite well and then I started to just feel I think the collective stress of the year, um, I guess a lot hadn't changed for me in terms of I didn't feel isolated at all during COVID. I'm really lucky that we live in Queensland and our borders were closed uh, to other states, but we had about six weeks in total of lockdown where we actually couldn't go to cafes and things like that, Um, and that was right at the start. And then we were really lucky to go, you know, pretty much back to – a new normal with social distancing and things like that. And to be honest, with my journey with chronic fatigue and being self-employed, I've spent most of my time at home by myself anyway for the last three or four years. So it wasn't really an adjustment. And I guess in a way I was grateful for that because the shock that a lot of people I think were going through was that adjustment to working from home or not being able to go out on the weekends or go and go to restaurants and things like that. And, um, yeah, those were all quite normal realities for me from, you know, my own personal situation that I'd been in for a few years. So, um, but I definitely felt the collective stress of not being able to go and see family. And, uh, my partner had started a business that really took off and, um, you know, we just, found ourselves being really busy and I definitely think that we can fall into or I should say I could fall into the um that as a coping mechanism so yeah fast forward to the last quarter of the year and I pretty much started getting everything ready for Christmas orders in September um and yeah I just felt really unmotivated I felt really stressed out but I didn't realize it until after Christmas um how stressed I felt on a really deep level and owning a business is something that I've said it before but you really do only see certain things on social media and even if you do share about these things like even if I did say to someone that I was really stressed because you know we'd had rapid expansion most people still see that as a really positive thing because we glorify success in the sense of like oh yeah but your business has grown and there's this assumption that you're like making millions of dollars or something because of that. But for my case, all of a sudden my expenses had tripled through paying staff wages. I'd started paying myself for the first time in four years. I'd taken money from the business, obviously, because you need to survive, but to pay myself a small regular wage. uh, I think I started doing that in about September. Having a small warehouse and buying things in bulk more and also the cost of a lot of materials had gone up because of COVID. So it was one of those situations where I felt really torn because I didn't want to seem ungrateful for the success that I was having in the business. But also with my health condition, you know, I can only work a limited amount of hours. And I don't know, it was a funny thing, I guess, 
it really pushed me to the point where I was like, wow, I actually don't want to be this like boss woman (laughs) that we see on Instagram as like, you know, do this, have this funnel, make six figures in this, this, and this. And I don't know. I just felt like I'd been chasing something that when I started Auric, it was a hobby. It was something again, as a creative coping mechanism through illness and something I genuinely am passionate about and always will be is natural health and living. And so all of a sudden it kind of felt like it had grown into this thing where I had a lot more responsibility. I found it harder to be able to rest and relax and heal, which is something that's still really important for my body. And yeah, so I would say that probably towards the end of last year, I was just feeling really unsure of what to do. And I actually ended up getting a financial coach um, advisor into the business because I just really felt like I was doing everything and that was fine up until a certain point. But then it had gotten so busy that I, yeah, it just was really crumbling, I think, under the pressure. So yeah, that's a bit of the backstory, I suppose. Um, and then as you all may know, I have now sold Auric Alchemy. So all of that really 2020 led me to a place that I never saw coming. There's been so much that's happened in the last three months that it, I really don't know where to start with, um, explaining it all, but essentially we got all the Christmas orders out and, I just felt this really um, lackluster energy and not a way that I wanted to feel for someone who was experiencing more success in their business. I was questioning why I felt more burdened than overjoyed or excited. I honestly felt more anxiety and pressure and loneliness because I really felt like I couldn't afford to have a business partner as in I couldn't afford to pay someone enough to come on board and help me with things. But then that meant I have to do everything myself. So I am someone who likes to take charge of situations and do things myself and work independently. But the emotional toll of running a business that had tripled in growth in like 12 to 18 months and my health also still being very precarious and very up and down that it really took its toll. And it was a really confusing time because like I said before, I felt like, well, I should be grateful. Isn't this what I wanted? And I just realized that if the business was going to keep succeeding as it was, then I was just going to get more and more burnt out. And it really just kind of canceled out the whole reason as to why I started the business in the first place. So I took some time off. I took about a month off um, once we sent out Christmas orders. So from probably end of November, early December until early January, I went back to Tasmania for two weeks over Christmas and just really, I mean, once I got there, I had pretty much like an emotional breakdown just before Christmas. I just, I'm someone who takes a lot of pride and time to process my emotions as they come up. And so I was even surprised that I was feeling so overwhelmed because I had a lot of downtime in the last month, you know, of, of the year to kind of process everything. But I think just changing environments, being around family and feeling a bit more probably at ease, I just, yeah, 
felt really overwhelmed and really didn't want to come back to work. And that was a really scary thing to be feeling because I thought I just needed a, a few weeks off and then I'd feel revitalized. But all I felt was fear and anxiety around how much responsibility I had. And, um, so I had a conversation with my parents and my partner Keegan over Christmas and I really just tried to think of a few options, whether that's, you know, having someone else in the business helping me, um, whether I just close the business down, to be honest, that was my initial reaction was I don't want to do this anymore. I need more support, but I can't afford to pay for that support and so on. And my dad's idea was to sell the business, which I hadn't ever considered because I really didn't know what it would be worth. And I just really wasn't sure of that process and whether we were established enough and all of that kind of nitty gritty of business stuff you don't learn until you're actually in that position. So I basically, that was the first week of January and I came back to the Gold Coast and just was like, I hit the ground running and was like, yep, I'm going to sell the business. I'm going to advertise it and just see what happens. And if nothing happens from it, I'll just see, and I'll probably end up closing it down and try and get some kind of freelance work. Or I really didn't know. I had no money. The day I put it up for sale, I had about $250 left in the bank. So it was like not only emotional stress, but financial stress as well, which I don't think people talk about much. And I understand that it is, you know, somewhat of a private thing. Um, but just to give you the context of, I think a lot of people were shocked when I announced that I was going to be selling it because there was this assumption that, oh my God, you're killing it. And yes, in a lot of ways I was, and the business was, and still is in a really good place, but, um, it just wasn't my dream anymore to scale it to where I could see it was going. And so I ended up putting it up for sale on Instagram. I talked to one of my friends who'd sold a business um, recently and he was really helpful in telling me how he did it and, you know, the process of getting it valued and all of that kind of stuff. And I actually really enjoyed that process. It was the most energy I had in months. So I kind of go with what I'm feeling in, in terms of it didn't feel like a scary process. It didn't feel ever like the wrong thing to be doing. And it really just woke me up inside to how I'd been feeling for quite some time, probably 12 months. Um, yeah, in terms of feeling really overwhelmed. So I put it on Instagram and it was insane. So we basically sold within 24 hours and the amount of comments and messages, I think I had 46 or 47 emails within the first hour of people wanting to purchase it. And it was just mind blowing. I really didn't expect, I, I knew the business was really valuable and I knew that there were a lot of people that love it. And I, I am really proud of what I'd created. So I wasn't doubting it in that sense, but we'd just come off, off like a year of a global pandemic. There were businesses closing left, right and center. The rental market was crazy. Like buying a house is crazy expensive. So I just really didn't know if people would be in the position to want to take on something new. So they were, which was amazing to see. And I'm so grateful if anyone's listening to this that got in touch. Um, yeah, it was really overwhelming to, to just hear the stories as to why people wanted to become a part of auric alchemy. It was really touching and definitely something I needed during that process. So fast forward, 
well, a whole 24 hours later and I had a buyer and they are based in Melbourne in Victoria. So Auric Alchemy is now based down there and we shipped everything down. We did a handover for a couple of weeks. So that's just finished. And um, yeah, I really didn't have the question I was asked so much was, what are you going to do next? You know, are you going to make another product or what are you going to do? And to be honest, I had no plan. I really put it out into the universe of like, okay, I want the right person to buy this business. And then I'll have some money from that. And I can just take a moment to really think about what I want to do next. But in reality, I think that was kind of like a scary thought too, because I didn't want to sell the business and then just live off the money that I got from it. I wanted to make that money matter, either investing it or you know, if the market wasn't so crazy, putting a deposit on a house or something like that. So, um, yeah, in the initial conversation I had with the new owners, they said to me, look, would you be interested in staying involved, um, you know, as a freelance contractor, as part of the business for developing new products and creative direction and things like that. And I was just like blown away. And it really just felt like a really, amazing moment of recognition of someone else to say, look, we have all the logistical support. They're very experienced in scaling businesses and they're very professional and they have a lot more resources, access to that and support than what I ever did. So they were kind of like, look, we'll take on that side of things and you can, you know, work with us and help us in the process of, you know, shaping this business into its new chapter. And I cried. <laughs> My whole family cried. We all cried because it was it was just so amazing to come in the space of a week, like making a decision like that, that felt so out of the blue, but also so right to be met with people that really recognized what I'd done, really respected what I'd created, and then also valued me in my role in the business was really humbling and just I think it'll always be one of those moments in my life where it was really like, um, yeah, it was just a very, how do I explain it? I guess I'd been in a place where I just really felt like the universe was kind of like not there or, you know, you go through these times where you just feel like you're not really sure what's happening in your life. And even though you're trying your best, you just still feel like things just aren't flowing how you'd like them to be and that they are still really challenging. And in that moment, I felt like financially I was going to be rewarded. And then I was also going to be rewarded with the sense that I had created a job for myself, um, you know, in this new chapter of Auric Alchemy. So I'm still working for the business, which is an amazing twist of fate. And yeah, something I'm very grateful for because working remotely is essential for me with my health. And it's also just the way I prefer to work, to be flexible in my lifestyle. Um, and it is really difficult to find work of that nature. I didn't want to jump straight into just full on freelancing of like a lot of different jobs because that can be quite jarring. I needed something stable and consistent. So, um, that's the update on that, which is really exciting. I'm sure you've seen a lot of it on social media, but um, I wanted to actually take a moment to sit down and properly explain the kind of process of it all. I had a lot of people reaching out asking how I sold the business and um, something I do want to get into 
in the next few months when things settle down a bit is get back into the small business mentoring because I think that this whole process, it was just another process or chapter for me of like the eye-opening aspect of having a business and you know, selling a business is a whole new chapter that I'd never been through. So I do really want to help other people either sell, not sell their business necessarily, because I'm not like a broker or something, but maybe just like let you know into the process that I went through. And if not, I would also like to help you build your business and create your branding identity and all the things that I dabbled in. Um, Last year, at the very start of 2020, I started offering mentoring and then I honestly just couldn't do that and auric alchemy. So I had to put it aside. And that's what I'm also really excited for is I just feel like there's so much more space in my life now for creativity to really be front and center because before I was so snowed under with the logistics and the management of the business and just all of the day-to-day stuff that I really felt like I had no energy for being creative for the sake of it. So even, you know, that's why the podcast had to end at season one for that time, because it was a lot of energy editing and, you know, organizing interviews and researching and all of those things. Again, it's one of those things that a lot of work goes into that even though it's incredibly rewarding, at the end of the day, I had other things I had to do that were, you know, demanding my attention in my business. So that's the business side of things. And then the other big update is in a few weeks, we are moving to Hobart in Tasmania. So while we were home over Christmas, about six months ago, we decided that our chapter on in the Gold Coast, I say our, like I talk about it in the sense of like my partner and I, because we are a unit, but um, even if I just refer to how I was feeling, my own feeling was that I had kind of outgrown where my chapter of life was here on the Gold Coast. And yeah, I just really felt like I wanted to change the heat here. It really affects my health. And I've always known that, but it was always kind of worth it. But I'd say in the last 12 months, I was just like, I need seasons again. I need autumn. I need spring, (laughs) you know, things that you do get here, but they're a lot um, different to where I'm from originally in Tassie. So yeah, we decided to do that. And um, so we're leaving in the middle of March. And that's kind of what I'm in the thick of right now. The rental market, as I said before, is insane. We've applied so far for, I think, five houses and not gotten any of them. So yeah, it's it's just a, been a really full-on start to 2021, but it's all really exciting. Definitely, I feel like I'm in a phase of getting like all my ducks in a row, like selling Auric was like a about a five-week, four to five-week chapter of sort of, you know, paperwork and waiting for things to come through and just organizing things, you know. So it was kind of like a bit of a limbo phase that I knew I had to get everything tied up for that. And now that's done. And now we focus on moving and yeah, really kind of recalibrating ourselves to living a new chapter of life. And for me personally, I feel really ready for that in so many ways that I won't go into now because I'm still processing all of that. Um, but yeah, so I just really wanted to give you all a bit of an insight into what's been happening because again, I feel like through not having so much work on my schedule and my plate that I 
really miss connecting with people. And now that I'm not on the Auric page anymore on the social media, um, that was obviously a big way that we used to connect. So I do want to either use the podcast or maybe vlogging or I don't know. I'm just working out really what people want to hear from me and if they want to hear from me at all, because I know there's a lot of noise and stuff on social media. There's a lot of people on there now just talking a lot of crap. So I don't want to be another person that's just, you know, I don't want to be like narcissistic in the sense that like, oh, you all care so much about what I'm doing. But I genuinely find that working from home and working on my own and being isolated, there's been a real, um, I think, pull to wanting to connect through chatting with you all. So um, yeah, I think that that's the main update. Basically, we're just waiting to get a house and then in the next few weeks we'll move. And in the meantime, I am working on some new products for Auric and um, yeah, just helping with the strategy and the creative side of things. So like I said, that's really where I feel like the most comfortable and yeah, I get to use my brain in a different way and all of that kind of good stuff. So I'll let you know if the podcast is going to come back for next season. At the moment, I just don't know. And I really am in a season where I'm wanting to just not fill up the spaces because I, I, it's the whole reason why in the still is called that is because there's so much change happening. And I've been on an emotional roller coaster all the time that I just need that space at the moment to see what wants to unfold on its own. And, um, you know, as from all these updates, it's pretty clear that I'm coming into a totally new chapter of life. And that's really exciting because the last few years have been very difficult, probably I'd say definitely the hardest of my life. So, you know, I turned 32 in April and I'm, yeah, just hopefully coming into a new, a new chapter and, yeah, making some different choices for myself based off what I've gone through and learned in the last few years. And so I think that's everything. And thank you if you've listened to this, because I know it's been a little while. Um, and you can now find me over on my personal page, which is just at Madeline Lepsky, and I'll tag it in this episode as well in the description. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying posting on there just for the sake of it, rather than, you know, feeling the pressures of, of a business page and things like that. So, um, yeah, just experimenting creatively there again and all of that kind of fun stuff. So I hope you've all been well and, you know, that you will continue to see what unfolds with Auric Alchemy. You may not see my face necessarily, um, you know, front and center anymore, but just know that I am in the background working on everything so lovingly for you all. And, um, I'm really excited to see that where it can go now that it's got so much more support and I'm working in a team, which is so nice after four years of doing everything by myself. So, um, yeah, I will wrap it up here, keep you posted, and I hope that you all are having an all right start to 2021. It has been a pretty intense start, I think, for a lot of people. And um, just hang in there if you're having a bit of a tricky time or going through a lot of change. I totally understand. Um, and just keep up your self-care practices, journaling, therapy, take a bath, you know, give yourself a massage, put on a face mask. I've been very much 
into that a lot more lately um, and even though it's exterior things like a face mask the ritual for me really makes me present and um, shows my body and myself some love in that moment as well which really helps so alrighty I'm gonna leave it there and I will catch up with you all soon